Listen to God's Word for July 9th. Today's reading includes Amos 9, 2 Chronicles 27, and Isaiah 9 and 10. May God bless this reading of His Word. Amos 9 I saw the Lord standing beside the altar, and He said, Strike the tops of the pillars so that the thresholds shake. Topple them on the heads of all the people, and I will kill the rest with the sword. None of those who flee will get away. None of the fugitives will escape. Though they dig down to Sheol, from there my hand will take them. And though they climb up to heaven, from there I will pull them down. Though they hide themselves atop Carmel, there I will track them and seize them. And though they hide from me at the bottom of the sea, there I will command the serpent to bite them. Though they are driven by their enemies into captivity, there I will command the sword to slay them. I will fix my eyes upon them for harm and not for good. The Lord God of hosts He who touches the earth and it melts, and all its dwellers mourn. All the land rises like the Nile, then sinks like the river of Egypt. He builds his upper rooms in the heavens, and founds his vault upon the earth. He summons the waters of the sea, and pours them over the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. Are you not like the Cushites to me, O children of Israel? declares the Lord. Did I not bring Israel up from the land of Egypt, the Philistines from Kaphtor, and the Arameans from Kerr? Surely the eyes of the Lord God are on the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the face of the earth. Yet I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, declares the Lord. For surely I will give the command, and I will shake the house of Israel among all the nations, as grain is sifted in a sieve, but not a pebble will reach the ground. All the sinners among my people will die by the sword. All those who say, Disaster will never draw near or confront us. In that day I will restore the fallen tent of David, I will repair its gaps, restore its ruins, and rebuild it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, and all the nations that bear my name, declares the Lord, who will do this. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman will overtake the reaper, and the treader of grapes the sower of seed. The mountains will drip with sweet wine, with which all the hills will flow. I will restore my people Israel from captivity. They will rebuild and inhabit the ruined cities. They will plant vineyards and drink their wine. They will make gardens and eat their fruit. I will firmly plant them in their own land, never again to be uprooted from the land that I have given them, says the Lord your God. Second Chronicles 27 Jotham was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. 
His mother's name was Jerusha, daughter of Zadok. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Uzziah had done. In addition, he did not enter the temple of the Lord. But the people still behaved corruptly. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the house of the Lord, and he worked extensively on the wall at the hill of Ophel. He also built cities in the hill country of Judah and fortresses and towers in the forests. Jotham waged war against the king of the Ammonites and defeated them. And that year they gave him a hundred talents of silver, ten thousand cores of wheat, and ten thousand cores of barley. They paid him the same in the second and third years. So Jotham grew powerful because he ordered his ways before the Lord his God. As for the rest of the acts of Jotham, along with all his wars and his ways, they are indeed written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. And Jotham rested with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David. And his son Ahaz reigned in his place. Isaiah 9 Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people rejoice before you, as they rejoice at harvest time, as men rejoice in dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian you have shattered the yoke of their burden, the bar across their shoulders, and the rod of their oppressor. For every trampling boot of battle and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of His government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on the throne of David and over His kingdom, to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob, and it has fallen upon Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the dwellers of Samaria. With pride and arrogance of heart, they will say, The bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with finished stone. The sycamores have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. The Lord has raised up the foes of reason against him, and joined his enemies together. Aram from the east and Philistia from the west have devoured Israel with open mouths. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. 
But the people did not return to him who struck them. They did not seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord will cut off Israel's head and tail, both palm branch and reed, in a single day. The head is the elder and honorable man, and the tail is the prophet who teaches lies. For those who guide this people mislead them, and those they mislead are swallowed up. Therefore the Lord takes no pleasure in their young men. He has no compassion on their fatherless and widows. For every one of them is godless and wicked, and every mouth speaks folly. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. For wickedness burns like a fire that consumes the thorns and briars, and kindles the forest thickets, which roll upward in billows of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord of hosts the land is scorched, and the people are fuel for the fire. No man even spares his brother. They carve out what is on the right, but they are still hungry. They eat what is on the left, but they are still not satisfied. Each one devours the flesh of his own offspring. Manasseh devours Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh. Together they turn against Judah. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Isaiah 10 Woe to those who enact unjust statutes and issue oppressive decrees, to deprive the poor of fair treatment and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, to make widows their prey and orphans their plunder. What will you do on the day of reckoning when devastation comes from afar? To whom will you flee for help? Where will you leave your wealth? Nothing will remain but to crouch among the captives or fall among the slain. Despite all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to Assyria, the rod of my anger! The staff in their hands is my wrath. I will send him against a godless nation. I will dispatch him against a people destined for my rage, to take spoils and seize plunder, and to trample them down like clay in the streets. But this is not his intention, this is not his plan. For it is in his heart to destroy and cut off many nations. Are not all my commanders kings, he says? Is not Calno like Carchemish? Is not Hamath like Arpad? Is not Samaria like Damascus? As my hand seized the idolatrous kingdoms whose images surpassed those of Jerusalem and Samaria, and as I have done to Samaria and its idols, will I not also do to Jerusalem and her idols? So when the Lord has completed all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the fruit of his arrogant heart and the proud look in his eyes. For he says, By the strength of my hand I have done this, and by my wisdom, for I am clever. 
I have removed the boundaries of nations and plundered their treasures. Like a mighty one, I subdued their rulers. My hand reached as into a nest to seize the wealth of the nations. Like one gathering abandoned eggs, I gathered all the earth. No wing fluttered, no beak opened or chirped. Does an axe raise itself above the one who swings it? Does a saw boast over him who saws with it? It would be like a rod waving the one who lifts it, or a staff lifting him who is not wood. Therefore, the Lord God of hosts will send a wasting disease among Assyria's stout warriors, and under his pomp will be kindled a fire like a burning flame. And the light of Israel will become a fire, and its holy one a flame. In a single day it will burn and devour Assyria's thorns and thistles. The splendor of its forests and orchards both soul and body it will completely destroy, as a sickness consumes a man. The remaining trees of its forests will be so few that a child could count them. On that day the remnant of Israel and the survivors of the house of Jacob will no longer depend on him who struck them, but they will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel." A remnant will return, a remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. Though your people, O Israel, be like the sand of the sea, only a remnant will return. Destruction has been decreed, overflowing with righteousness. For the Lord God of hosts will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Therefore, this is what the Lord God of hosts says. O my people who dwell in Zion, do not fear Assyria, who strikes you with a rod and lifts his staff against you as the Egyptians did. For in just a little while my fury against you will subside, and my anger will turn to their destruction. And the Lord of hosts will brandish a whip against them, as when he struck Midian at the rock of Oreb. He will raise his staff over the sea, as he did in Egypt. On that day the burden will be lifted from your shoulders, and the yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken, because your neck will be too large. Assyria has entered Aath, and passed through Migron, storing their supplies at Michmash. They have crossed at the ford. We will spend the night at Geba. Ramah trembles, Gibeah of Saul flees. Cry aloud, O daughter of Galim. Listen, O Laisha. O wretched Anathoth. Madmina flees. The people of Gibim take refuge. Yet today they will halt at Nob, shaking a fist at the mount of daughter Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. Behold, the Lord God of hosts will lop off the branches with terrifying power. The tall trees will be cut down, the lofty ones will be felled. He will clear the forest thickets with an axe, and Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? 
email us at info at listen to God's word dot org.